Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> it may be the nighttime. But the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local. And not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome into Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, it is time for the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out with you here late night in the Kia Studios on this Wednesday. Going to be with you till midnight. We ask you to download the Odyssey app. You're not in the car as much. You want to listen in. Put the Odyssey app on one of your devices today. Take the smartphone. Put it on your Lexus speakers. Put it on your tablet. Put it on your Swatch Watch, your Coleco, your Lightbrite, HomePilot. Whatever your device is, just download on something to be able to catch us. When you're on the go, social media, find us at 92.9thegame on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow me at JMCH316. That, of course, your water cooler talking points three to six months in advance of anybody else that is out there. So let me see if I got this right. Dom has been in here. Dylan has been in here. Now Day Day's in here. Who the hell's producing tonight? (laughs) That would be me. Okay. You got me. I'm riding with you for an hour 30. So Dylan was here, right? Because yes. I was here the whole time with him for the Hawks game. And what's he going out for? Omelet and waffle or what? <laughs> I have no idea. I, in all honesty, I, I'm, I, I get more confused than Sean Kemp on Father's Day with the rotation of the producers uh, hey, around here. Hey, listen, in, in the words, <sighs> the famous words of Marshawn Lynch, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yep, I, I, <laughs> I understand. So, so uh, Day Day's hanging out with me, I think, till midnight, but hell, there might be three other people that just rotate in and out, uh, you know, by the time we get to, to midnight. So, anyway, all right, here's what we got going on because we're here for about an hour and a half, all right? Uh, top of the hour, we will talk to our friend of the show, Tori McElhaney. She will join us as it is Wednesday. We get ready for Falcons and Bears coming up this weekend as Justin Fields comes back in the red-hot Justin Fields. Bears ain't red-hot. Fields is. So, if you like fantasy football, you'll love Justin Fields. If you care about what your team actually does on the field, then you ain't so happy right now if you're a Chicago Bears fan. But, again, I know most people are fantasy football players, and that's more important than do we win or lose or win and all this. But, anyway, we'll, we'll get into that. So we'll talk to Tori coming up at the top of the hour. Um, Hawks tonight. So this is, without question, the best team that they've played this year. Obviously, the defending Eastern Conference champion, Boston Celtics, right? You know, a very deep, very good, you know, I would say well-coached team, but, you know, who's the guy that's the interim coach now for Boston? Not Now that now that Ime is not coaching, who the hell's the in- interim coach for the Celtics tonight? Because let's be honest, they ran the Hawks out of the building tonight. That game was, I won't say it was over in the first quarter, but it never looked like the – I don't know that other than when it was – I think the Hawks started out, it was 2 nothing Hawks to start the game. And I think that that was their only lead, was 2 nothing tonight. 
Did they ever look like they were going to win that game tonight, ever? I mean, for five minutes, did they at, at any point look like they were going to come back and win that game tonight? Now, here's what I want to do. Coming up, we'll, we'll do this at, at 1040. Coming up at 1040, I want to take your phone calls at 404-741-0929. So here's the deal, okay? I understand it's one game. I understand it's only game 15 of the season. But this was your first chance, and it was on your home floor, to take on the defending Eastern Conference champion, Celtics, and you're at full strength other than bogey. With all due respect, I mean, you've got your starting lineup intact. Everybody's ready to rock and roll. Everybody's got their legs underneath them. You haven't come off of a 10-game West Coast road trip or anything like that, right? And you're coming off a victory, and you got run by the Celtics. Is there anything to read into that? Again, I understand it's one game. I understand it's game 15, okay? And I'm sure Freaky is going to spend five hours tomorrow taking phone calls on, you know, how the, the, the Hawks are in trouble. But I'm asking honestly, what does it mean tonight? Because I'll describe it as this. I can say this, I think, at 1039. That was a piss-poor effort by the Hawks tonight. That, that was not one of the better efforts for a team that I expect to be in the least top half of the Eastern Conference. Um, the three-point shooting was dreadful. They were 7-for-32 were the Hawks. They're lucky they got it that high. I think they had two threes in the first half was it. 7-for-32, 21.9%. Don't be fooled by that number because that number was way worse than that in the first half of that game. They weren't completely dreadful from the field, but they were 41.6% while they gave up 54.5%. And by the way, the Celtics were almost 46% from three tonight. And the Hawks actually took three more free throws in that game tonight. That was a piss-poor effort all the way around. And I understand losing to the Celtics on your home court. I can buy that. You lose by five or six. You fight, scratch, and claw to the end. Right? You know, okay, you lost to a better team. Celtics have the best record in the NBA at 12-3. and three. You got run out of your building. You were down 30-18 to 18 in the first, ha- first quarter. You, you, you cut three points of that lead going into halftime. You got outscored by 10 in the third quarter and outscored by six in the fourth quarter, and you lose 126-101. And I'll be honest with you, that 25 points I'll be honest, looks misleading because it felt like they were down about 40 most of the game. Felt like that they were down a lot. They made a little run in the second quarter, got some things turned around. But I, I don't think I saw a minute of that game where I thought, okay, Hawks have a real chance to win this thing tonight. That was not their best effort this evening. And I understand the level of competition, but if you're going to tell me that the Hawks are going to be, you know, one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference, you should show a little bit better like that at this point of the year against a top-tier team. Again, if you told me they were coming off a, a you know, just got back from a six-game road trip in, on the West Coast or, you know, they've played four nights in a row, 
give me something. Give me something other than they just went out and stunk it up tonight. Oh, okay, great. They just went out and stunk it up tonight because that's what they did on their home floor with all their guys. Uh, let me let me look at the box score. Yep, Collins played. Hunter played. Capella was in. So was Trey Young. So was DeJounte Murray. Okongu's there. Griffin's there. The holiday, all the holidays are there. Jalen Johnson's there. They got what? And by the way, they had all of their scrubs in, the Hawks did at the end of that game. Five, five and seven, 12, 18, 20. They got 23 points off the bench. But Forrest, Kresh, how do you pronounce that guy's name? Kresge, Kresge, Martin Kaminsky. Out of the 23, those guys got you, what, three, six? Six of that 23 came from the four stiffs that were on the floor at the end of the game. That was a poor effort by the Hawks. And I know I heard Trey Young, well, we got to make more shots, and well, we got to do this, that, and the other. Okay, all right. I sure heard a lot of that nonsense last year with this team. You know what the sad part is? Day Day, ask mm-hmm. me where the Hawks came into tonight as far as three-point defense goes. Where did they come second. in? Second. Wow. They were the second-best three-point. They were allowing the second-lowest three-point percentage in the NBA this year. Wow. But I, I, I talked about this on my podcast this morning. Go look at all of the defensive numbers for the Hawks. Capella has the seventh-highest defensive rating in the league. Murray has the 15th-highest defensive rating in the league. John Collins has the 18th highest defensive rating in the league. Okongu's in the top 25. John Collins is in the top 10 in defensive win shares, meaning that that's the amount of points per 100 possessions that you give up. He's one of the top 10 guys in the league as far as win shares. Sort of like defensive war, if you will, for lack of a better term, in the NBA realm. And they actually last year were 26th in uh, points per game given up their 15th this year. All the metrics point, they've been playing better defense. They got run out tonight. 30, 32, 35, 29 were the four quarters that the Celtics had. You're not going to beat many teams giving up 126 points in a night, let alone a team that, oh, I don't know, what's Jason Tatum, first team all defense? Jalen Brown, what's he, first or second team all defense? I mean, they scored 101, great. A lot of garbage time mixed into all of that. That was a poor effort tonight. And I understand one game, one night, but that was a poor effort where this was a chance to kind of show the league on national television, by the way, that game wasn't on, you know, channel 697 on on. Bally or Australian Body Works or whatever channel that they're on now. That game was on national TV tonight on ESPN for the world to watch and see. And you got run out of your building. And you know what it looked like for a lot of people? Same old Hawks. You know, it's not losing. It's the way you lost. It's the way you lost, the way you looked. The way it all went down, 
Couldn't stop them from hitting threes. Couldn't do much of anything. Not the most efficient night on offense. Again, there are some misleading numbers. The 7 for 32 is drastically misleading for what that game really was when it really mattered what that game was. So we're going to take your calls at 404-741-0929. For at least the next segment, I know Day Day's here. So we know he's going to be here for at least 20, 30 more minutes with me. And then I'm sure there'll be a rotational shift in producers. I, I did I was I wrong? Did I that was Dylan who I was talking to all night, right? <laughs> yeah, that was okay. So. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to be sure. Like and, and I, I I think he got promoted to producing my show, did he not? Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm 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 as confused as a three dollar bill on on things. So anyway, when we get back, we're gonna take your phone calls. 404-741-0929. Day Day is here, he'll take your phone calls. Jump on now. I want to get your thoughts about what you saw tonight. Because that was a poor effort by the Hawks on national TV against the best opponent they've played this year. What would you think about that performance? We'll be back. We'll get more into it when we're back. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 1990 Game, the Odyssey.com app. Chuckery. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Live in the Kia Studios. Wednesday night with you. Going to take you till midnight tonight. 404-741-0929. That is both the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. And it is also our phone line. Want to get your thoughts about what we saw with the Hawks tonight. We'll talk about that more in just a second here. I do want to mention, too, um, Max Fried came in second in the Cy Young voting tonight. So, no surprise, um, Sandy Alcantara, who had every first-place vote. He was a unanimous first-place selection tonight uh, in the Cy Young voting. And um, I think it was Urias that finished third for the Dodgers. But Max Fried came in second. He's the best left-hander in baseball. Had a terrific year. For the Braves, so uh, but that was that was truly no surprise as to who was going to win the Cy Young in the National League. By the way, Verlander was unanimous in the American League. That's three Cy Youngs and an MVP that Justin Verlander has. Is that good? Anybody want to argue about he's a first ballot Hall of Famer or not? Two World Series, three Cy Youngs, an MVP. Okay, how many guys have that resume in the history of baseball? So anyway, four zero four seven four one zero nine two nine. That's the phone line. Your thoughts about this performance from the Hawks tonight? Because I'm very disappointed. I thought this was a piss-poor effort out of the Atlanta Hawks tonight in what was billed as a big game. That's why it was moved to national TV. That's why it wasn't on Bally Fitness or Australian Body Works or LA Fitness Network tonight. It was on the Big Boy Network tonight, and that's the effort that they pulled up. Let's grab Derek out in Atlanta. What's going on, Derek? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, buddy. What's going on, man? Go ahead, uh, Derek. Hey, how you guys doing? I'm great, man. You're on. Let's go. Hey, 
I just wanted to tell you guys that the Hawks, they look awful tonight. But I think it was a product of we did go up against, this is probably the best defense in basketball. Mm-hmm. Top combined with the fact that they can switch everything. We're a pick-and-roll heavy team. And then you add to the fact that our bench has been lacking an offensive punch all season, though, so far. I think that we really need to go to the trade market, and we need to find a way how to power up our bench. Because going up against a team like this that's hitting on all cylinders, we've got to be able to rotate about eight to nine guys in with no drop-off. You know, I, I think that appreciate the phone call, Derek. I, I think that they – let's go back to opening night. You know, and, and I remember Steve Holman making the comment about they thought Bogey might be back in a week or so. Um, and obviously here we are, you know, almost the Thanksgiving and Bogey's not back yet. And, yes, they've gotten some, they've gotten some good minutes out of A.J. Griffin. They've gotten some good minutes here and there, right? But – they haven't gotten the consistency. You know, they've had nights like Detroit, 59 points off the bench, but then they've also had some 14, 16, 15 point nights off their bench. It's been vastly inconsistent. And look at some of the numbers tonight. You know, John Collins wasn't awful. Six for 12. Didn't make a three. Can I tell you, like, between Hunter and Collins, I'd be fine if they'd stop shooting threes. Look at DeAndre Hunter's numbers going to the basket. Look at his number of free throws. The other night he was 10 for 10 from the free throw line, and that was almost half his points. His free throw numbers are almost double what they were from the month of October to what they are here in the month of November, and his three-point shooting is down. He had two last night, but it was 25% from three for the month of November going into last night. Can I tell you, get him to the basket. Let him and let Collins get more to the basket. Stop standing outside. I got Hunter. I got Murray. I got Griffin. I got plenty of guys who can stand at 30 feet and shoot threes. I need more guys that when things aren't going 25 feet away from the basket that I can score underneath. That's Collins. That's Capella. That's Hunter. That's those guys that have to help me out there. That's a Kongwu. That's those guys that have to help me inside when you're two for 30 from three or whatever. John Collins, 24.4%. Yeah. I mean, Hunter had a good month of October from three. He's been awful in the month of, uh, or uh, yes, November. I'm getting all my months confused. Not been very good in the month of November from three. But, he's, but look at his free throw numbers. He's getting to the basket. He's drawing fouls. And he's getting to the line. What You want Hunter shooting threes or you want him standing at the free throw line? Which one you want, folks? I know what I want. Give me the no time off the clock 16-foot set shot. Let me have that. 404-741-0929. That's the phone line if you want to jump on board. Let's grab a Rolex out in Atlanta. What's going on, Rolex? Checker, I called in just to say thank you, man. You are the only sports analyst on 929 The Game that hold Atlanta sports teams accountable for demanding greatness, and I respect that about you. You did that a bit against the Braves with Liberty Mutual the year we lost to the Giants. I mean, the uh, Dodgers. Next year we won the World Championship. But let's go back to the Hawks. I agree with everything what you said on DeAndre Hunter and Collins. I need them shooting mid-range or at least get to the basket because they can get fouled every time and make those, those uh, free throws. Second of all, I need Trey Young to be a point guard. 
Sometimes you don't have to shoot threes every time and jack it up to try to get back in the game. You got a player like Murray on your team who can take over. You got other players who are great role players who can hit wide open shots or put it on the, the court and go to the hole. So just be a point guard. We don't need you shooting 23s every game. Sometimes it's good to have that, that mid-range and floaters right there open for him all night. Like, like Chris, he needs to learn from Curry. Curry know he can shoot threes from everywhere. But he got his defense on the yo-yo so he get everything he want by on the inside of the paint. Just do that, Trey. Y'all work on your flow game and you'll be all right. But once again, thank you, Chuckler, for holding another sports teams accountable. I love you, man. Thanks. I appreciate that, buddy. Appreciate that. Trey Young and DeJounte Murray put up 40 shots tonight. They were 19 for 40. Here's the thing, too. They, they combined for a minus 34 on the court. Yes, they had 46 points and 14 assists, and that led them to a minus 34. That's Cam Reddish-like. That's something a Cam Reddish does. Score 20 and minus out at three. Yeah, that that was a that was a poor effort. It was a poor effort. Even just even the overall shooting. I mean, the three-point shooting was dreadful, but again, they were only 41.6 from the field overall. If the three isn't working, you got plenty of guys. Distribute the ball underneath. That's what you got two point guards for. Get it to Capella. Get it to Collins. Get it to, you know, Collins puts up the dunk and alley-oop and whoop-de-doop and floop-de-bloop and all this. All right, get it going inside. At some point when you're two for 70 from the out, from three, stop shooting the damn thing. Take your inside guys and your mid-range guys and gets, and go get some baskets. Instead of hucking it up in the air from 40 feet, hoping, praying, and wishing that it's going to fall. And all it did was get you a 25-point loss on your home floor to the best team in the NBA in front of a national audience. Let's grab Lewis out in Atlanta. What's happening, Lewis? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, I'm, I'm, like a, I'm a big Celtics fan, but I've been living in Atlanta for like 20, 20 years. I like Atlanta sports. I like the Hawks. I'm just saying, man, like as a Celtics fan, Every time John Collins is pulling up for a three, I'm clapping my hands. I'm like, yeah. why don't you take it inside? Yeah. I'm talking about, like, if you if you look at the teams that beat the Celtics, they're big down low. We don't have any bigs. Rob Williams is out. If you guys take it down low, we're in trouble. If Al, Al, Horford's, low, Al Horford's 130 years old. Al Horford has yeah. been in the NBA since Matt Ryan has been in the NFL. He's 130 years old. Go attack him. Man. Agreed. I mean, I'm, I'm at the game tonight, and Trey, Trey is a problem. You give him a, a high pick and roll, that guy is a problem. You don't need to be shooting threes. Like, I wanted a close game. I'm like, dude, I paid good money. I want to see a good game. Like, let's let's get down low. Let's punish old man Horford. I love the guy, but let's punish him. But, hey, you know what? The, the Hawks, they have a bright future. They just got to figure it out, bro. So that, that that's all I'm going to say. I I. I like I like Trey. I, but you got to figure out the game plan, brother. No, I mean I appreciate the phone call. Look, there there are nights when you're not gonna make a bunch of threes, and, and I understand that's what Collins likes to do, and Hunter likes to get out there, and Trey likes to do. Okay, guess what? The NBA you got to adjust some nights, and sometimes you know Trey can get to the basket, Murray can get to the basket. Lob it up for Collins. Lob it up for Capella. Let Hunter hit that mid-range. 
but you just kept hucking and hucking and hucking and hucking. And then you know what? You get down by 25, you don't have much of a choice. You know what you guys start doing day-day? Yeah. Hucking and yeah. hucking and hucking and hucking. Yeah, and I was going to say that's the issue. It's the it's the the decision-making on when they decide to take these shots. Yeah. Like, if you're down certain points of the game and, you're in, 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 you know, if you're down six, it's a close game, you know, take the high percentage shot. You, you know how many shots the Hawks took tonight? A hundred and one shots tonight. They took a hundred. The Celtics took 88. Yeesh. We took a hundred and one shots tonight. I mean, the, the Celtics come down and they go, they get to bang, bang. They just, they fire away, right? Mm-hmm. Like they don't, they don't play the clock. They, they come down, shoot it quick, get it out and go. Mm-hmm. We took a hundred and one shots tonight and hit six less field goals than the Celtics did. 101 shots, and you still hit six less field goals, including 14 less threes than the Celtics. 14 less threes. But you know what happens? You get down 22, 24. What are we going to do? Huck it, huck it, huck it, huck it. Yep. Right? You start hucking it all up, hucking it around, right? And you just dig a bigger hole out of all of it. The Hawks got to the free throw line, again, only three, but you got to the free throw line more than the Celtics. To the last caller, Steve Holman kept talking about Cornette. I didn't even know that Jim Cornette was playing for the Celtics. They they, they got Jim Cornette. I thought he was like 60. (laughs) So he stopped doing his podcast to go play for the Celtics, Jim Cornette. Does he still bring a tennis racket on the court with him or – Wear the loud suits, or am I missing something here? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But again, their bench tonight, what, 44? They got 44 off their bench tonight, the Celtics, that is. And like that caller said, they were out. They were were without Smart and uh, Robert Williams. Yeah. And, and how Al Horford played 27 minutes tonight. He's 107 years old. And we're just, and you know what we do? Huck it, huck it, huck it. I understand that that's our identity. I understand that's what the league is. But you want to play big boy basketball with some of these top-tier teams? <clears throat> okay. It's going to have to be some nights where you're going to have to change it up a little bit. You're going to have to do something a little bit different. This ain't working. What can we do to get in our offensive flow? I know. Let's let DeAndre Hunter go to the basket and create havoc. Let's let John Collins get some lobs and some – Easy buckets underneath. Let's let Capella get some offensive rebounds and some little putbacks and bunnies and some garbage points. But instead, we go out there 32 free uh, 32 threes tonight. Huck it, huck it, huck it, huck it. And you hit seven of them, you're going to be in trouble. So anyway, that was a a very frustrating performance, as we said from from the Hawks. Uh, you know tonight as. Uh, they get blown out by the Celtics. Um, you know, Hunter tonight was average. He was four for 13 from the field, two of six for three. Again, he was three for three from the line after he went 10 for 10. What was it, last night that he went, uh, uh, or 10 for 10, uh, what was it? Um, when the hell did they play? Was it Monday? Monday that they played? Get my yes, days all mixed Monday, up. So yes. Monday when they played, yep, 10 for 10, three for three again tonight. In his last two games, he's 100% from, from the free throw line. 
His last two games, he's about 35% from the field. Which one of those two things you want him to shoot? He's got all the ability in the world to get to the basket and create problems for other teams. And what do we do? Huck it, huck it, huck it, huck it. So, Hawks at least get a couple of days off, but, you know, that, that was disappointing because of the circumstances of what that what that game was tonight. National TV against a top-tier team. Obviously, the Celtics are, you know, look, the Celtics are an elite team. I mean, there's, there's a handful of teams that are in the NBA that you can consider elite. Now, again, I broke this down last night. You get through this weekend and, and Monday, right? You got the Raptors coming on Saturday. You got, you got to go up to Cleveland on Monday. But then starting Wednesday, you start with the Sacramento Queens day before Thanksgiving. And from that point until the end of this calendar year, December 30th, they're home with the Lakers. Okay? Those 19 games, you play two teams that are above 500. You got the Lakers, you got Memphis, you got Denver, you got Detroit, you got Orlando, Charlotte, the Sacramento Queens, the Houston Suckets. You got all these lousy teams that you're going to see. The Bulls, the Heat, got a lot of very average and below average teams. Got to take advantage of it. Because then when you start the calendar year, now you're out west. Now it's the Clippers, the Lakers, the Golden State Warriors. Now you got to make one of those West Coast road trips. All right, coming back from the top of the hour, we will talk to our friend of the show, Tori McElhaney, as we get ready for some Bears and Falcons coming up on Sunday. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 99 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. 